0: Freestyle Friday, everybody, and I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida.
2: And I'm Jamie Jennings. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for March 18th, episode 2893, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. I can't take it anymore! Thank God it's Friday!
1: I would like, if I may, to take you On a strange
3: journey. Work all week so that we can eat And own a little piece of God's ground Pushing papers and pens, red tape never ends The stress can turn a smile into a frown I need some horsing around
0: well, I played that opener for a reason because uh, we moved on Monday and it seems like this week has had 14 days in it. It's just
2: oh, no, it's
0: just, it's just one of those weeks where it, it, we were really busy and trying to get boxes unpacked, which probably about 30% of them now. And, you know, it's just one of those weeks that just seemed long. Just seemed long. But I did do something this morning. Uh, as you all know, At the Horse Radio Network, we've mentioned this before, we do support a different charity every month, and we donate to a different charity every month on behalf of the network. And I chose the U.S. Equestrian announced that they're working with the FEI uh, to help out uh, the Ukraine Relief Fund, and that is something they established to help the horses in Ukraine and the riders in Ukraine. Um, So they established the U.S.E.F. Ukraine Relief Fund. One hundred percent of the funds collected will go to the FEI Soda- Soda- Solidarity Relief Fund, and directly in those uh, in need of support, there's a hundred percent of the money is going. Uh, they're liaisoning, apparently, liaising. How do you say that, liaising?
1: Uh, they're obviously. working closely the with FBI is closely working <laughs> that's right
0: with the Ukrainian equestrian Federation and the neighboring countries there to facilitate support and try and get support into the horses in the Ukraine so yeah um, that's uh who we donated to i will put a link in the show notes if you would also uh care to donate to there i know a lot of people have been donating to different charities to help people and animals and things like that it's just that this one was specifically for horses and kind of uh i i like the fact that it's being run by somebody that i know does very well at getting the money out when it comes to these kind of things speaking
2: of ukraine did you see i posted a video on my personal facebook page and it is we've all Enjoyed Arnold Schwarzenegger's videos yes, of with him the, with, his with his ponies the, in the house, <laughs> mini mule, <laughs> yeah. the donkey, like eating his breakfast cereal. You know, well, he went on and did a video talking to the Russian people, and it is fascinating. He talks about his history with Russia and being and, and and the Russian people, and then talks about basically. Explaining how the war is being described to the Russian people and what's actually happening. And you don't realize how much like the a lot of these Russian fighters are fighting under the the wrong pretenses. And it, he it is so so fascinating and so moving and so educational and I don't know, it was just awesome. So I shared that. Um, If anybody wants to see it, I posted it on my Facebook page. Maybe Glenn will share it too, but it is, it is fascinating. I, I just to hear what, the reality now, was he from the Ukraine is.
0: or was he from Russia? I don't remember which. No, he's Austrian, Austrian. Okay.
2: Yeah. Kind of, okay. And so, but, but he talks about how with growing up, he, his, he was inspired by a Russian bodybuilder. That's the first time he ever saw anybody. It was the strongest man kind of competition. And he went and he got to meet the guy and they became friends. And as he got older, he became friends with him. Like it's so interesting. And there's photos that go along with it and videos that go along with it. And it's hit, like, younger pictures of him, like in Russia. It's just fascinating. And to see what the Russian fighters are being fed. Right. So like they're being told, this is why we're invading. It's because they're all Nazis and we have to get rid of, it. you know, all these different things. I don't mean to get political or anything. I know this is not the show, but definitely go and check it out. If you can just Google, um, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's on my, it's on
0: Facebook. You can find it. Hmm, I haven't seen that yet. I'm gonna have to watch that. Uh, seeing Arnold do anything serious would be interesting. Anyway. I know
2: it, 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 because I and I clicked on it because I love watching Arnold videos. Because it's like it's like sharing breakfast with a miniature horse, you know, yes. like in his kitchen. You know, and this is very very different, but very fascinating and inspirational, and it, really educational as well.
0: Well, coming up on today's show, we have Jasmine Foster of Rising Action Mustangs telling us how she is bringing the love of Mustangs to the New England area. And Deanne from Worst Nation stops by with some exciting news, and she also talks about girl power. We have some really bad ads and some other stuff coming up on today's show, so hang on. But first, we have to do some Daily (music) Winnies. I have three birthdays, auditor birthdays today. We have Michelle Atkins, Kim Trask, and Allison Marie. Happy birthday to all of you. And I do have to put in a plug here because we have had no new auditors sign up this week. So if you've been thinking about signing up and becoming an auditor, head on over to horseradionetwork.com, click on the auditor banner at the upper right-hand corner of the page, and for as little as $3 a month, you can help support the network. Half of that money that comes in every month gets uh, kicked back to our host. Jamie gets part of that, so she gets a little raise every time somebody joins up. So um, definitely, uh, if you've been thinking about it, head on over to Help us not have a dry week this week. I mean, come on. Now, Charlotte's whose last name I can't say. I I wanted to throw this. She's been a guest on the Dressage Show. I always get it wrong. It's J-O-R-S-T. Jorst?
1: Worst? yours, Yorst. Yorst. Thank you. Yorst. Yorst.
0: Charlotte Yorst uh, has been a guest on the Dressage Radio Show many times and is a favorite here of the network. She and her 19-year-old horse, Nintendo, won the Global Dressage CDI 3-star Grand Prix Thursday for the third victory this year, and this is their ninth year together. So 19 years old, still out there winning dressage competitions. And this isn't lower level dressage. <laughs> this, is, this is the big stuff. Yeah. And it also puts them in the running to go to Europe again for the U.S. team for the world championships in Denmark. So good for them. I mean, it's just so cool that you see a 19-year-old horse out there still competing at the Grand Prix level in dressage.
2: I would That's like just... to point out that Denmark, Glenn. yes is Danish people. Yes.
0: Okay. Apparently, I have an apology to make. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, mm-hmm. Our our, <laughs> our Danish listeners corrected me when I talked about Solvang, California on Monday, right? It was Monday, You are like,
2: it's a Dutch town. It's a Dutch and town. Apparently, it's... I kind of tune you out sometimes so I didn't say a word. Yeah, apparently. you didn't
0: know either. Give me a break. It's a <laughs> Danish town, uh, not a Dutch town. Ta- I get the Dutch and the Danish mixed up all the time. And I think I've been corrected on this before. So I apologize to that whole region of Europe Europe, that yeah. apparently I have trouble with.
2: So let me. So, I, I, I got a little history lesson, or a little lesson from from Chad, from my Mr. Smarty Pants, your smart husband. husband. <laughs> the Netherlands and Holland is Dutch. Kay. Denmark is the Danish. Abel Skeivers are think about Danishes in America. They're Danish people. Danish food.
0: Apparently, I Denmark. got credit though from our Danish listeners saying it correctly. Abel Skeivers. So apparently, I got that right.
2: Congratulations. So, so
0: I got That's one awesome. part of that whole topic right. And I do apologize to that entire region of Europe, which apparently. <laughs> okay.
2: I mean, you're a big deal if you have to apologize to an entire region of Europe. So <laughs> just <yes>. own it. <laughs> <laughs> I need a happy birthday.
0: Oh, I can get you one of those. Happy
2: Well, yesterday, because it was St. Patrick's Day, I remember that that's actually Stan Lee's birthday. Stan Lee was my baby horse that was turned three years old yesterday. And so for his three year old birthday, he is like, okay, so Stan Lee is an Oldenburg. And this summer. I'm from me-
0: Denmark or? Just is that-
2: leave it alone. Just leave move past. <laughs> So he is an Oldenburg, and he was he uh, this summer. I measured, I sticked him and Miles at the same time, and Miles is my Andalusian. And then this winter, and so they both sticked at fifteen two. And this winter, I sticked him again. So I'm like, I feel like he's taller, and he was sixteen one in January. <laughs> so, like. I don't think we'll be sitting on you anytime soon. Cause I wanted to start them in January and to, to, to put my first ride on him. But I'm like, eh, I think we'll wait. I just sticked him again two days ago and he's 16 <laughs> too. so I've been really, really slow with him. He has done all the things, but he has not had a rider on, uh, nobody has sat on him. Nobody being, you know, me. So I haven't sat on him yet. So yesterday I was like, it's your birthday. You're going to get a rider for the first time. And so I'm like, Chad, we're going to get on Stanley. We're going to get on Stanley for bringing him out. I send him around. It does a great join up. I have him tacked. All this stuff is ready. And I'm like, Chad, you hold the lead rope. I'm going to get on. Literally at that moment where I'm like, it's time. This storm. Blows in from the <laughs> south. We had the worst storm last night. To where we had like in Wizard Hay- of Oz, you were Dorothy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like holding my hat, I'm like oh my god, run! And so I'm like, I'm gonna get on him. Was okay, Toto these-
0: running along beside you?
2: <laughs> I saw a lady on a bicycle go by. It was crazy, and just this- where I don't know what happened. It's like. The good Lord knew that I was going to put my foot in a stirrup for the first time <laughs> on this baby horse. And everything was Stanley, he's done everything. I, I raised him. He was born. I was the first person to touch him. He came out, you know, like all the things... But surprisingly, he's been incredible. He's very, he's like a big, spoiled baby. And so surprisingly, everything that I've done with him has been very challenging. Like the first saddle, I thought, oh, this is going to be easy. I mean, he's a blanket. He's all things. I put that first saddle on him. He had Sir Single on. He bucked like he was like his butt was on fire, <laughs> you know, and then like he comes down and now everything is fine. Put the saddle on him in the stall. No problem. Then, you know, every, every little thing that I've done, like the long lining in the arena, he's like, nope, I don't want to go down there and just runs away. You're like, no, 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 you can't do that. So I'm like, all right, this could be a big deal. It could not be a big deal. I don't know. But when I put my foot in that stirrup and I felt that wind kick up, I looked at my husband <laughs> said happy birthday Stanley I'm gonna belly you today (laughs) (laughs) so I got on him twice on my just on my belly hanging over and Chad walked him around and when you're on your belly on a horse's back you see their front feet and he turned into like it's like if you took a, a actual horse and you stretched him from like up to the top like he's now like gone from it's fifteen two looking horse. To now he's a sixteen two hand looking yearling. You know, so I got on him and I watch his little feet because I can see his feet over the shoulder, and he's just like, "What? I don't understand. Like, why? Why can't I balance?" You know. And so I did that twice, and I hopped down. The wind kicked up, and I'm like, "We're done! Yay! Happy birthday!" <laughs> <laughs> so I I chose. I chose uh, (laughs) safety as opposed to because I was like, I want a picture on him. It's his birthday. I need to be sitting on him. But knew how hard that was for me to just walk away. <sighs> but I think I made the right decision.
0: Yeah, I think you probably did
2: too. <laughs> but happy birthday, Stanley! You almost had a rider. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then the storm did turn out to be a storm. You said so. Oh yeah,
2: we yeah. had golf ball size hail. Yeah. <laughs> it was insane. The horses, my horses never. Did you see stay any up. cows
0: fly by? Cows?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was it was crazy. We didn't have to hit the shelter. There was no tornadoes, just massive wind. I mean, this storm that we were a part of stretched all the way up to Chicago. So we did look at the map, and I mean, it's still going on as it moves east across the country. So it's probably coming for you next, Glenn. Well, I um, did
0: hear that the tornado we had over the weekend that hit Ocala here um, mm-hmm. uh, that did a lot of damage uh, was on the ground for 26 miles, apparently. Oh, my which, gosh. Which is long for us. We usually get them where they just come down and then pop back up again. Yeah. Uh, but apparently it was it was long. Yeah. So, well, let's hear from Kentucky Performance Products, our title sponsor for today's show. And let's come back and talk a little bit about Mustangs in New England. I know. That doesn't sound right, does it? But <laughs> Apparently, that's a thing.
4: Each week, you carefully plan out your horse's training schedule. You work with your trainer to fine-tune his flat work. You school through grids to perfect his jump and set up multiple courses to educate your eye. You enjoy long hacks to keep his mind fresh and body strong. Show day arrives. You take a deep breath as you enter the ring. We've got this, you whisper so only he can hear you. You move as one, sailing over each element in perfect harmony. The feeling you get when it all clicks. It's why we do what we do. This feeling is brought to you by Joint Armor. Joint Armor's complete formula provides your horse with the nutrients necessary to support healthy joints throughout his lifetime. Joint Armor maintains fluid motion and flexibility in hardworking joints. It supports normal cartilage development and reduces joint deterioration. Joint Armor provides high levels of both glucosamine and chondroitin, plus 100 milligrams of hyaluronic acid. Best of all, Joint Armor is affordable. One small jar lasts up to 75 days. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products.
0: Well, as I said, we have Jasmine Foster on with us. She's with Rising Action Mustangs, and it's a program that's helping to bring the awareness and actual horses to the northeast part of this country. Hi, Jasmine. Hi, how are you? Good. You know, you and Jamie have a lot in common because I read that you used to be, used to work with off-track thoroughbreds. Were you on the track? I mean, Did you work on the track for a while, or did you just help retrain them when they came off?
5: Yeah, so actually I came up uh, in a few different parts of the thoroughbred world. I did um, the Kentucky Equine Management Internship Program when I was 22, um, and that was kind of my introduction to to the wider thoroughbred world, and I always thought that I was going to be, that I was going to end up working with thoroughbreds in, in some capacity, um, and the Mustang thing just kind of happened to me over the last few years. So yeah, um, definitely a lot in common there. And
0: you're in what state?
5: Uh, we're in Vermont.
0: Okay, I lived in Massachusetts for a couple of uh, a couple of times. Actually, there's for... a lot
2: of wild horses running around up in. Yeah, Vermont, there's a lot of there's a lot of mus- oh, yeah, loose yeah. mustangs up there. Very very common.
0: <laughs> now you had this uh, idea to expose mustangs to the northeast and that that sounds like funny like well wouldn't they know about mustangs but actually when we lived in pennsylvania mustangs weren't a big thing there either because there was nowhere really to get one close by
5: right exactly the closest uh, blm facility is in ewing illinois um there are a couple of storefronts uh which is the mustang heritage foundation program there's one in ohio and one in tennessee but there's really nothing in new england
0: so what gave you the idea to want to bring Mustangs to New England?
5: Yeah, so um, Madison, my my co-founder, Madison Berry, and I were uh, just sort of getting ready to, to bring new horses into our lives, both of us, and we thought we were going the thoroughbred route. Um, and then horse prices in the fall of 2020 happened, uh, and all of a sudden the smarter financial decision weirder weird as it sounds was actually to start building this facility that we'd always wanted to to build for mustangs and and go for them instead because uh as you guys know uh you can adopt a a wild horse for 125 dollars um and and thoroughbreds are really getting up into the into the the two three four thousand dollars for a nice one off the racetrack Um, so it just, it just sort of happened. It just sort of all fell into place. Um, it wasn't something that we had planned to happen quite like that. Uh, but, but there it was. And then as soon as we had the horses and as soon as we had started training them and started talking about them to to people around us, the, the interest level, immediately started going up. We immediately started having people like, "Oh, how do I get one? Uh, can you guys gentle them for me because I don't have like I don't know how to do that. I'm not comfortable doing that." Um, so it really just sort of emerged uh naturally from the 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 interest of of the local horse community and and circumstance.
0: You know, this is what J- Jamie and I've been talking about this for 10, 12 years on the show that it t- it's going to take people like you in areas that don't have a lot of mustangs, to reduce that population in the holding pens, it's going to take people like you.
5: Yeah, and that was that was really another thing that that came up. I mean, as soon as as soon as we started really educating ourselves and getting ourselves uh, embedded in the Mustang community, is is yeah, especially. Um, last year, all the new gathers this year, all the new gathers, I think there's now more than 60,000 horses in holding and yeah, we're really going to have to, to spread them out throughout the country. We're going to have to create more opportunities for adoption and training. And uh, I'm really excited to uh, do my part in that.
2: I think a lot of it is awareness because to me, when I adopted my the current one that I have Zeus and in my last one, Thor, I actually, I was in Arizona. So they're not, it's not unheard of. I, so I thought, so when I competed them both, I put their name as Thor, the Mustang and Zeus, the Mustang. So when somebody hears it over the loudspeaker, they're like, Oh, there's a Mustang doing this. Cause I'm an inventor. And so, right, yeah. I thought in Arizona, it wouldn't be that big a deal. And It was crazy when when you'd hear that over the loudspeaker, people would just walk up like, hey, there's a Mustang doing this, you know, and 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 I thought it would be more normal being out in the southwest, but it was not. So I think a big part of it is raising awareness of the breed and how how talented they can be, you know, about doing all the things. So when I had that, I remember a lady came up to me and she goes, wow, your Mustang is really special. That is that. And I was like, actually (laughs) he's not, he's, there's like 50 of him in his pen. Like all you have to do But but I think a lot of it is the intimidation factor of gentling a horse, you know, and and, mm-hmm. and maybe that's where you guys can help up there is you have a training facility and adoption facility and you can show people how to do these things.
5: Yeah, exactly. Um, and I love that idea of of putting the Mustang in their name because we <laughs> actually work with um, the Forest Service Mustangs quite a bit. Um, we're a remote pickup location for the Forest Service Devil's Garden Mustangs, and they don't have a brand, so they're microchipped instead of branded. So we've been trying to workshop ways to like let people know this is a Mustang as soon as they as soon as they encounter them and look at them, because a lot mm-hmm. of them they like, can't you can't even tell. What's right. what's
0: the thing that surprised you when you started gentling them and working with them? What surprised you the most?
5: Um, <laughs> so, again, coming from the thoroughbred world, um, one of the, the most, one of the memories that really stands out to me from very early on is we had our two first Mustangs out in their pen behind our barn. And uh, it was dead of winter. And there was an especially warm day where the sun was coming down on the barn roof and snow was coming off. And uh, I remember hearing like the the telltale click and drag of a whole load of snow coming off of that rooftop. And I was in the pen with a totally wild Mustang. And I just remember bracing my entire body. Uh, Assuming that that horse was going to do the thoroughbred thing and and (laughs) react to the snow coming off, try to run
0: run your butt over.
5: (laughs) Exactly, but he stood totally still. He did not care at all, and I was just—I was immediately threw everything that I knew out the window and started over on that from that moment. So it's really like they're—they're so—they're so so reasonable. They're um, so—they—they use their brains just so much. So and, Monty, uh, yeah. Monty Roberts
2: has a, a joke and, uh, and I think it's so appropriate he'll say, what's the hardest thing in the world to find a Mustang, is uh, something that a Mustang hasn't already seen <laughs> because it's true. They, he, he, he thought Mustang saw that snow coming off that roof five minutes ago, yeah. you know, yeah. There's <laughs> you can't surprise them with anything. And I think and that they don't is a want to spook and they don't want to be scared. No, I, I found that the three that I have worked with are just they're just so clever with stuff. You know, I mean, one is a little too clever. Yeah, I she's got one Zeus.
0: that's a, a hashtag. Uh, Yeah.
2: (laughs) Hashtag David Zeus, because he (laughs) he was born in a holding facility and he lived there for six years before he was selected out to go be uh, trained. I got him from Carson City Prison. Well, they must have been celebrating the day he got out of there because that horse in six years of standing around learned how to entertain himself. I can't imagine. what kind of problems he caused for them cuz cause he caused problems for me but um the, the thing is like, they're just they're amazing horses they can do everything and not to bash the thoroughbreds because that is my other true love is the thoroughbreds right, no i
5: came from them too i love them very much
2: yeah so so <laughs> they're both a, a fantastic
5: How, but they they're both
2: horses that need people you know they both need people
0: do you have people yeah. wanting to adopt them now is it working
5: oh yeah I mean, like I said, the 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 program kind of was born out of interest, um, and basically, like we we just keep finding new people who are super interested in what's going on. Um, we're we're just kind of we just got in kind of the the first real batch of of horses that are going to be like the you know, adoptable horses for the Rams program and not just like, oh, here's my, my friend or my friend of a friend, acquaintance, whatever, who would like one done. Um, so this is, this is kind of our proof of concept that's, that's going through now. And we'll really see what kind of, what kind of interest we, we actually have, um, in terms of follow-through, but, so far so good. It seems like people are really open to who do you have? Who
2: do you have gentling them? Is it you? Are you doing all the work? Do you have a group of people? Do you have an educational Uh, system to working through it?
5: It's mostly me uh, right now. Um, my, my co-founder Madison also, uh, also goes in there with them, but I'm the one who does most of the, the initial gentling, um, getting to the, to the point where they can be haltered, let around, picked up their feet, groomed, et cetera, et cetera. And then we start like introducing them to other people, getting them used to being handled by multiple people, et cetera. Um, we're going to be, we're starting to try to build a volunteer base. Um, we're going to try and work with uh, some local schools to get some youth volunteers, stuff like that. So we really would like to build uh, also kind of an educational piece to the program where we teach other people how to, how to handle and how to train these horses at this level, and how their brains work, and how that that process works. Um, it's really kind of a baby program right now that's that's building out of um, the local the local need and the local interest, and and trying to fill that niche in whatever way ends up working at the best.
0: Well, this is what we need. We need people like you all across the country doing this. It's it's how we solve this problem. Uh, without that. Uh, the problem's not going to be solved, right? There'll still be 60,000 horses in are right. And it's risingactionmustangs.com. So if one of our listeners wants to get a hold of you, that's the best way?
5: Yep, there's that. We're also Rising Action Mustangs on Facebook, on Instagram, and on TikTok. Um, and uh, you can also reach out at risingactionmustangs at gmail.com.
0: Well, Jasmine, thank you for doing this. Thank you for doing this for the horses. And, you know, obviously you're going to gain a lot out of doing this, too, probably more than the horses do. But uh, we, okay. we appreciate the fact that you're taking this on, and hopefully we can bring a lot of Mustangs up to New England. Now, the one thing I learned about Massachusetts when I lived there, Jasmine, is um, mm-hmm. they're not really open to change uh, a lot you have to live there for like 8,500 years to be a local. So I hope that they're more accommodating to Mustangs than they were to somebody from Pennsylvania. I feel like this is a personal issue you're bringing it kind up. kind of a then. little bit is, yeah, a little bit. Uh, so. She's laughing because she knows. She knows. You have to live well, there for well, 10 was, generations to be a local.
5: <laughs> I was born in Montreal, so I I also have the, the import.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so. you're never going to be local. So. <laughs> Thanks, Jasmine. Appreciate it. RisingActionMustangs.com. Well, we have Deanne on with us from Horse Nation. She stops by a couple times a month and hangs out with us. But, Deanne, you're a big time person right now, and we're not even sure you're going to come back on our show anymore.
1: Oh, you know, I I bet, you know, I have to remember where I started.
0: (laughs) That's right. You remember that. So, you have a big announcement.
1: We, yeah, I, I have a big announcement, but I, I feel like it's more of a we because it's not just me. Um, Leslie Wiley, who's been on you know your show for years, I know we haven't heard from her lately, but you know she's a, a friend of Horses in the Morning and has been the editor of Eventing Nation for years and years. And Sally Spickard, who also is a friend of the show and has been editing Eventing Nation. And I are actually... Um, now part-owners of Nation Media, which encompasses Eventing Nation and Horse Nation.
0: Uh, Look, the crowd goes wild.
1: So, yeah, it's been, it's it's exciting. It's something that we've been, it's been in the works for a while, but we couldn't really say anything because we wanted to get all the details sorted out. Um, but, yeah, we're in a four-way partnership with John Tier, who's the original publisher. Um, but... And I think this makes us the only or one of the rare female-owned publishing companies in the horse world.
0: That is so exciting, and I, you know, I this ma- this makes my day because I was there with John at the New Media Meetup we held back in th- fourteen years ago, whatever it was, when this was just an idea he had. The whole horse, right ev- right. Because really
1: got it start like. In his mother's basement. Yep, that's <laughs> and we I talked mean, like, about literally it. In his mother's basement.
0: We talked about it because you know I said, "Look, now's the time. If you're going to start something about eventing, it was eventing then. You know, it was now that was the time because it was really the beginning of websites becoming a thing. You know, when he started it, and there was a lot of coding involved. It was not as easy as it is now to. <laughs> Put up an article right, right. yeah
1: <laughs> and, I, and it, you know it was definitely post.com boom, but right at like you said, right at the beginning of websites being where people went for their news and information, um, which is awesome. like good on John and good on people like you who gave him the advice to go for it, because you know I he what I love when he hired me is he he goes, you know, he goes I started this because I sat down and thought, what do I want to read?' You know, I'm I'm sick of kind of these pat press releases. So if I am looking for information, how do I want to read it? How do I want to consume it? And that's how Eventing Nation was born, which I just think, um, which I think is awesome. You know, like that's how good ideas start, and and it's amazing how far it's come.
0: And and I like what he did at the beginning because he said, I really he, he. It's just what you said. He said, I want this to be written by people who people can relate to you know, that, that the articles are written by people that are just like them. And it's written from the average person's point of view. It's not, you know, at that point, the, all the magazines and articles were written from much higher level, you know, and this was, you know, I was on the ground I saw this happen or let's go into this person's barn. It was just different. And I think that's why it took off.
1: Yeah, Uh, for sure. So we're, um, so we're we're excited about it. I think you know I think that the the big thing is our readers and longtime fans who've been with us since the beginning um, you know we're gonna keep that same tone and tenor of our content like there aren't gonna be any big sweeping changes you know because we've all been you know I'm really the new kid on the block in terms of of the nations <laughs> um, so you know, it's where it's being run by people who have been doing and have been part of it for a really long time. So, I, you know, we're not I don't think from like a consumer standpoint, people are going to see huge changes. But we have, you know, we have some ideas we want to we want to stay relevant. We're, you know, going to move toward upgrading some of our social media content and things like that. Um, And, you know, we've been brainstorming and have a a bunch of a bunch of wheels in motion that we're hoping to um, really get going here um, this year. And if you can hear it in the background, my three-legged barn cat is currently yelling at me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now I got to ask. So, since you are part of the Nation World, does that mean because the coverage at Land Rover has always been awesome and extensive, does that mean you guys are going to be making a trip?
1: We will be. And I actually will be making my first Land Rover appearance, personally. <gasps> Amazing! Yay! All right, we're going to totally finally meet
2: for the first time ever.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Although I totally laugh because Sally was like, yeah, like, come down to Land Rover. And, you know, for me, it's driving distance. So it's pretty easy for me to jump down to the horse park. I mean, jump, ha ha. It's, you know, still a good yeah. drive. but but She's I in California. Now. Yeah, exactly. But I laughed and I was like, Sally, you know that my only knowledge of eventing comes from now being part of all of this. Like <laughs> like we were at Equitana last year and there was and I'm everyone can email and hate me like there was an event going on. I forget which one it was. But Sally said, oh, why don't you come over with me? I want to get some pictures for who jumped it best. So we go over to the cross country course and I'm like, wait a minute you can just walk on the course? She was like, well, yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, what? This seems wrong. My (laughs) my mind was blown. I was like, why are there just people with dogs on the course? You know, bear in mind that in mounted shooting, you're in an arena and everyone clears the arena. Yeah, there's a reason
0: that there's nobody hanging out in there with a dog. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Correct. Correct. And coming from disciplines where you're in an arena like that, I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> All
2: right, well, Leslie Wiley has always been the queen of the tailgate. So we're, we have big expectations now that it's the three girls. I mean, come on.
1: Oh, I will. This. I will make sure that we um that we don't let you down.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Oh, I'm so excited. That's so cool. Congratulations. You're Thank like a you. big girl now. It's amazing. Just like
1: one. Just like one.
2: And <laughs> talking about girls, you had something that you guys posted on Horse Nation that when I read the headline, I was like, is this like are they turning it into like the onion? Because it just seemed like a very strange study. And that's right. Is Today in science, racehorse performance has no
1: relation to the sex of the jockey. What? Right. So this was actually, um, I mean, it was a press release. And I was like, part of me goes, I want to publish this because on one hand, duh. But, (laughs) you know, at the same time, if we're still studying this, there's still some question. You know, and so, yeah, so it was a press release that compared the, like, performance and, like, physicality and, like, biomechanics of racehorses being galloped by female jockeys as opposed to male jockeys, and surprise, surprise, there's no difference. (laughs) that is crazy I can't believe that they they don't judge you because you have boobs you know what the
2: most <laughs> the, the I don't the know. Most- man. when I walk
1: up to my horses they're like yo mom mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if you can work us those those B minuses might get in the way they might get in the
2: way <laughs> you have a you know girl parts I'm not gonna run fast you no know, retired racehorse radio actually I haven't listened to it yet but they just had Donna brothers and Diane Crump on this this last episode um now my spot has been taken over. Uh, but I'm really, really Speaking excited to listen to
1: it. The nations and horses in the morning. Right.
2: I mean, and- Kristen Bentley is now co-hosting in my spot and uh she's doing a great job, so I'm really excited.
1: But yeah, those sorry, are two I just, girls. I, like, wait, I, had, I had to interject that there for yeah, a minute.
2: Those are two girls that were jockeys that were very successful. That's so weird that the horses ran fast for them because they were girls. This oh, is a- well, you know, it, Right? Ridiculous study. I actually thought it was an onion thing. I clicked it on it. I was like, this is going to be entertaining. Today been. in science, resource performance has no relation to the sex of the
1: jockey. And it <gasps> should have been an onion an onion article, and I probably should have been a lot more cheeky about it. It was an actual study. And I think like my sarcasm like came through in the headline. (laughs) Today in science, here's something shocker. So put that on your study
2: show list. Uh,
0: Yeah. We do
2: a list of study show and it's like the stupid things that we've spent our money on to do studies on when you're like, duh. Right. I mean, and continuing the trend of girl power. Talk to me a little bit about the article about the girl bosses.
1: Yeah, so um, one of our past and now current writers for Horse Nation, Amanda Ronan, um, so she wrote for us a few years ago and then took a bit of a break and is now back, is doing a regular column called Equine Girl Bosses. And so the entire pretense of it is like badass horsewomen throughout history. And so she did, um, the most recent one was the Rive Sisters. Um, and I'm scrolling through to get the names right because right now my history is failing me. She did Elizabeth, Empress Elizabeth of Austria. And it's, you know, these really cool women in history who love their horses and kind of broke the mold. Oh, Isabella the First of Castile, um, who at the time, women weren't considered, ha ha, ha like the study with the jockeys, You know, comparable horse people to men. So she's doing these historical posts on these badass um, girl bosses.
5: Yeah, they had had to ride side
1: saddle.
0: I think they had it up on the men
2: because. Well, here's here's the thing: is they say historians note the sisters were considered quote very coarse in their day when young. Amelie smoked, drank, and rode hard. She wore heavy boots and pants and was known for fence jumping on horseback. Oh, my God. How did she survive that time being that much of a badass girl? I know, it's like, right? For it's real. like
1: broke the mold, wore pants and heavy boots. And quick note, you'll have to um, excuse me. I've caught my children's cold. Oh, so her. over here, oh. trying not to cough in the microphone. So it's I okay.
2: It's okay. Just mute it. Well, this is really interesting. Read. You can find it on HorseNation dot it's, it's a Amanda Ronan's article. It's called Equine Girl Bosses. The reeves or Rives sisters. Rives. The Rives sisters. Check it out, Deanne. Congratulations. I will see you in a month. I'm so excited. And sounds uh, great. Sounds great. And we'll we'll see you there. And thank you for joining us. Get back in the house. Go back to bed.
0: Thank you. Thanks, <laughs> Dan. All right. Well, that's very exciting for those guys. And we know all Hi. of them. Sally, Leslie. Uh, do you think Leslie's ever forgiven me for the whole Muggle Derby thing? Or...
2: I really feel like she hasn't spoken much to us. No, since she then, really so. hasn't,
0: to be honest. <laughs> yeah. She's traumatized. She's, She's still holding that against me, I think. Uh, well, you notice I haven't challenged uh, anybody else to that since then.
2: Hey, you have not. Well, yeah, maybe you have, but it, nobody took you seriously after that. <laughs> That's good. Hey, I got
0: a I got a good story
2: oh, for yeah, you before yeah,
0: yeah. we go. Um, before we get into really bad ads.
2: Oh yeah, before we get into really bad ads, I forgot about that. It's Friday. Um, uh, there, uh, this is in Oklahoma. There's a, a place in Oklahoma called Broken Bow, and I went to Broken Bow. It's a great name, and it's weird. It's like what is Broken Bow, southeastern Oklahoma, Chad? Yeah, so went down there. And there's, it's strange. It's like Bigfoot stuff everywhere, and apparently Broken Bow, Oklahoma, is the site, this place where Bigfoot gets seen all the time. Really? I always yes. thought it was like
0: in the forest up north somewhere. <laughs> I
1: know.
2: I was just as surprised as you. But like, you go to like the gas stations, like. Bigfoot keychains, Bigfoot T-shirts, Bigfoot cutouts. Like, it's really ridiculous. So um, this mom was having a sixth birthday party for her daughter. Her daughter's name is Baney May. Baney May in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. And uh, Ms. McPherson, she invited Bigfoot to surprise the kids, you know, because it's <laughs> Broken Bow, Oklahoma. You got to have Bigfoot at your birthday party. Well, they videoed it. Bigfoot, dressed in a tutu and a bow, walks into the room of six-year-old girls. Can you imagine what happened next? The mom told Oklahoma 2 News it wasn't the reaction she was expecting, but it was still a fun memory. Bigfoot walks in with a tutu and a bow and is welcomed by horrified screams from the children. Apparently Bigfoot showing up to a six-year-old's girl party, girl birthday party is a terrible idea. It doesn't even matter if you're in Broken Boat. Apparently just scared the absolute bejesus out of every kid. And it is, it looks like a like a Harry and the Henderson's but with a tutu walks into the room and it is just utter
0: chaos. I think the tutu oh, would have taken some of it away, you know? Uh, the right?
2: <laughs> I'm sure they were like, just soften your appearance a yeah. little bit for kids' birthday parties. Put on a tutu. It is a very, I mean... Now,
0: which would have frightened you more? Because you have a clown thing. Which would have frightened you more? The clown or the... I don't, I'm not bigfoot? afraid
2: of clowns. I'm afraid of people in costumes, mascots, yeah, all true. those things. So both like, of them that would have gotten me, you. <laughs> oh, I'd have peed my pants. I told you this. Do, do you remember that Publix commercial? That was the salt and pepper shakers that were dressed as pilgrims.
0: I know. I don't remember that.
2: Oh, my God. Well, Publix is a very southeast grocery store. So yeah, Publix had these go. commercials, and it was like a a, a male and a, a female salt and pepper shaker that came to life, and they were dressed as pilgrims. <laughs> And so I talked a little bit uh, on my radio show when I was on Star 94 in Atlanta about how I was, I did not appreciate people in costume. I don't know something about it really scares me. I don't know what happened to me as a child, but it's like terrifying to me. And so we were talking about it on the show and we're just, and all of a sudden I feel a hand on my back. My back was to the door in the studio, and on my back was the hand of a giant salt and pepper shaker pilgrim. And they brought both of them in, and and it w- my reaction was m- probably very similar to the six year old, the five year old, so <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> I mean, otters screaming, and nobody on the that was listening to the radio knew what happened, and then they all cackled, It it's so funny, and it's a wonder like Chad like knows he can't, don't scare me. Don't do it because it's not going to end well for anybody. I'm going to cry. I might hurt somebody. Like and, and that was one of those moments. So like if a Bigfoot walked into this house, he might, or she, you know, they're gender fluid probably, uh, <laughs> might get shot <laughs> or at least kicked in the belly before I run. Jennifer doesn't like <laughs> to be
0: scared either. I got hit once or twice really hard, and I learned not to do that. But I don't know. She's She's, she's the same way.
2: When I'm in the barn and somebody's going to walk in the barn and they know me, they'll go, I'm coming in. <laughs> I'm ja- here. Chat will go, Jamie. I don't I'm want to here. be pitchforked. <laughs> no, I don't want to hurt anybody. And I don't want to be scared. So, yeah, don't Jamie scare me. doesn't
0: like surprises on the show. And I'm not even close to her. She can't even see me. So, nope. No, she doesn't like surprises.
2: Surprise. Come on. I have surprised you
0: a couple times. It's very pleasant surprises. It. Yes,
2: but to me, surprises are lies. You've been keeping <laughs> secrets, and they're lies, and that is what it is. We so had some,
0: I've, I've come up with some good ones uh, involving your past that were I pleasant, though. I remember
2: planning my wedding. My mom's like, well, I've got a couple surprises, and I was like, no, 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 no.
0: no. <laughs> I don't think you want surprises at a wedding. I think that's a place I, you don't want surprises.
2: What I said, I'm like, there's no, there's no wedding surprises. <laughs> that's not a thing. All right, really bad ads. Let's do this. Pay hey, attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but, hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading, well, it's a laissez-faire, let the buyer beware. Horse trading, they tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading, well, if the are talking in circles and the
0: deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. That's right, it is time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when we bring to you ads that are sent to us by our listeners, usually from Craigslist or Facebook. We just have a little bit of fun with them. We always have prizes that are provided by Horselovers.com for over 120,000 items. You can find one of the largest online stores. Go to Horselovers with a Z.com and check out all the things they have going on today. But they provide the prizes for us every month, and we have two brand new ones. We have Oak Ladies Ridge waterproof boots with compression socks. They're designed for all day use, 100% waterproof comfort with lightweight. Weight molded footbeds, antimicrobial and moisture management inserts keep your feet feeling fresh all day, while the durable outsoles provide traction in muddy or wet weather conditions. That is a, a package worth $99. Oh,
2: these boots are cool.
0: They are very pretty, aren't they? Yeah. We also have something unique, a Shelby Young thing three-book gift package. Now Shelby Young is the name of the artist and the author. This is a three-book set that shows off her work uh, and one of her books in the Winnie-Knicker-Nay book series is about the American Mustang. She went out there and she studied the Mustangs and she did her paintings uh, of the Mustangs, put them together in a book, and then she also has two other terrific, very colorful uh, children's books and we're giving them away as a three-pack. That's a $60 value. It would make great gifts too so those are our prizes for the month and we're going to get started with some really bad ads
2: all right well we always can't get to all of them Cat dorn and vicky yours are uh, your names are in the running for the prizes but this one comes from danielle um <clears throat> oh, it's got to be craigslist it's just got to be horse for sale in lawrence i don't
0: know where that that's is. in the midwest someplace i think
2: there is no punctuation and many misspelled words I got this done. Do you? And then I got this done from the kill pen. I'm not sure what breed he is, but I'd say he's part Arabian and part Quarter. He has no trust in humans at all. Any time you try to get close to him, he freaks out. stands about 14.5 hands tall. He doesn't lead well on the halter, but other than that, he's a good horse.
0: <sighs> I love the 14.5 hands. We get that all the time. The point five.
2: Uh, Can I, I, I don't get me started on kill pens. Do you know how many horses I've been sent to train from kill pens? And th- first of all, kill pen is a misnomer. These people are buying horses at auction and then flipping them afterwards. Yes. If they don't yes. flip them, they will put them back, back in the, the kill Yeah,
0: exactly. <sighs> Okay. Uh, Steph said the next one in your turn. Steph, mini pony, $600 in Marshfield. Maggie is going on two years old. She knows walk on, whoa, back, and stand. She is currently kept in our goat maternity ward, which we will need back as soon as possible. How many people have goat maternity wards, by the way? That's a unique thing. We'll consider barters of equal value, especially for hay, feed, beef, compact tractor parts. <laughs>
2: You know, I got this <laughs> tractor part that I just don't use often. I sure would like to trade it for a two-year-old mini pony.
0: <laughs> she has never been trailered, has always been transported in a vehicle like a minivan.
2: Oh, oh that's Lord. like you
0: see in the pictures.
2: It's a gentle carousel, <laughs> should, <laughs> should call them. <laughs> Face at the next one in, and this is one of those screenshots from a uh, Facebook page called Columbus Horse People. ISO barn work. Man, I mean, I'm looking for somebody, so, you know, and maybe I should call this person. Here we go. Let's finish what they said. I have lots of experience in the horse industry and don't care to do anything.
0: What? <laughs> I should have really proofread that. Yeah, really. That's
2: somebody I want to hire.
0: Yeah. I don't want to do nothing. Guarantee she got no calls. <laughs> really don't want to do anything, but I'm looking for work. I don't,
2: want, I don't care to do anything. Nope.
0: I'm looking for work. I don't care to do anything either, but I still have to show up here every day. So yeah, yeah. Amy sent this one in. Oh it, Lord, uh, this is mine. Yeah,
2: I was. I've, I've got to read. I've got a segment on uh, next door. That you know the app next door. I've never been on it. Okay, it's fascinating, especially when you're in Oklahoma. And I have been saving and compiling next door apps ads that I found entertaining. So maybe next week we'll right, do we'll, a we'll segment called one. next door to Jamie <laughs> <laughs> next door in Oklahoma. Cause there's some good ones. Uh, this one was sent in by Amy spotted saddle horse gelding 14.3 HH 10 years old took him on trade. I have too many horses and he's got too much white on him and he's ugly. He needs shoes. <laughs> Well, that's an honest ad. <laughs> he's, uh, most people want the chrome spotted saddle horse. So he's mainly like white with like a little brown. Yeah, and the white
0: patches are probably all squiggly and he just didn't like it. <laughs> he's ugly. He's ugly. And he needs shoes. Get him out of here. Yeah, I don't want to put shoes on him. I don't spend any more money on an ugly horse.
2: <laughs> what on earth is this next oh contraption? My God.
0: Kayla sent this one and it's a trailer, I think. Sort of. It, this is what it says. I'm going to read the description first. Looking for a trailer to haul your team and wagon? This trailer is 18 foot long, 6 foot wide, and 7 foot tall. It's equipped to haul two horses and a wagon or cart. It has an escape door, tack compartment, good floor, and the lights work. $1,650 bill of sale only. So You mean they don't have papers on this thing? That's weird. <laughs> this is... Picture the normal two horse round fronted trailer that we get all the time in these ads. With
2: no windows, no open slats, no. like a little cave.
0: And it looks like it has brackets off the one side to haul a canoe or a kayak. But what it is is they've added a manual. They've manually added an extension to it, welded on to the back, a flatbed like you would see a flatbed trailer, and that's for your wagon. So you put the horses in first in the front part. And then you put the the wagon on the back. The problem with that is the wheels are still where the wheels were. So you've got about 12 feet hanging out the back of the wheels. You put a heavy wagon on there. This thing's going to be dragging the ground. And you don't want to go over a speed bump because you will yeah, be bottoming mention,
2: out. Unless you're hauling your cart with, and pulling it with minis. Ain't no draft horse going to fit in no, that thing. No, no
0: draft horse. This is more quarter horse size trailer. So you're right about that. It's the oddest looking thing. <laughs> it's the I just, I if I was a horse, nope, never. <laughs> nope. Plus, if you have an emergency, you've got to get the carriage unbuckled from the bed and out before you can get the horses out. All of this is wrong. Yeah, it's wrong.
2: Everything. And there's not a bit of rust on the outside. They spray painted it white. However, no. the inside disaster.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's I they probably used it for a while.
2: What is the, I I mm, everything hurts. I my eyeballs hurt.
0: <laughs> no sympathy, no sympathy. No soul. No soul.
2: Rachel <laughs> sent this one in free. Oh god.
0: I always give you the chicken ones.
2: <sighs> Do you still have chickens by the way? Can I take a moment to tell you what I potentially are am going to do yeah, Saturday we,
0: night? We haven't talked about chickens in a very long time. So I'm guessing that, you, that most of them yes. have disappeared.
2: No, I have no? chickens. Okay. I have lots of chickens. They're everywhere. They lay a lot of eggs. I've got chickens everywhere. However, <clears throat> one of my friends, she's from here. Well, from Oklahoma. She has asked me to go to something on Saturday night with her in a town called Newcastle, Oklahoma. Oh,
0: you're not going to a livestock auction, are you?
2: Mm, sort of. <laughs> I'm going to a chicken auction,
0: <laughs> and I do
2: this for the show. Okay, on Saturday. Can't you just get the baby chicks at the
0: Tractor Supply? You have to go to a chicken auction. They,
2: they start with eggs. They sell eggs. They just sell chicken supplies, and then they sell chickens. Apparently, do and these the chicken chickens sale. go for more
0: than the two dollars you buy them for at the Tractor Supply.
2: Let me tell you something, Glenn.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I've never (laughs) been to a
2: chicken auction. Apparently, it's a big Saturday night doing in Newcastle, Oklahoma. So I'm going to just for pure I'm picturing entertainment. hot dogs
0: and nachos and i'm also picturing chicken nuggets at the uh, i
2: mean can you th- can you can see like whenever we've gone to those livestock auctions everybody's sitting around yeah. everybody's like you know smoking cigars yep. and <laughs> uh, whatever and then there's and like, there's
0: no airflow it's usually stagnant air <laughs> it'll
2: probably be freezing as cold yeah. and they'll be like who wants this rhode island red let me start admitting it Twenty five cents. You know, like, oh, my God, this can be exhausting and awful. But I'm going to go. Hopefully we'll see if Chad gets called. I'm I'm out. <laughs> he has to, I can't take Lucas to a chicken auction. Apparently it goes to like one in the morning.
0: Yeah, it's because they always do doings. the crap before they get to the animals. Right. Uh, they always do that. Even when you go to the we used to go to the local horse auction in Pennsylvania and they always did the tack and stuff. And it was like three hours to get to the horses.
2: Yeah, so yeah. she's... I'm like, you better call because I'm not sitting through it eggs being auctioned off. Like, it's not going to happen. I got a dozen eggs over here. i here bidding at $2. And by the $2 way, Jamie $5. will give you about
0: three dozen free eggs if you need them.
2: If you speed through this, I will give you guys plenty of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Anyway, so here's the ad. So Lord be with me. Uh I'll go into the chicken Oh, I auction. forgot we
0: hadn't even done the ad. <laughs> yeah,
2: um, And because it's a chicken ad. Free chickens is yard. Have to catch them. Bring your own supplies. Game roosters. You can have whatever you catch. And they roost in trees. Can't get them at night. Have to get them with a net or lure them in. Pens come get them before they get k because there's no other way to get rid of them all Farner.
0: Tennessee.
2: <laughs> oh Lord, that was a Tennessee ad. I should have read that different. <laughs>
0: So come get those chickens, or my guess is the shotgun's coming out. <laughs> it's it's going shooting them out of the trees. <laughs>
2: yeah, They're going to get killed. They're going to get K- K- going. <laughs> They're going to get killed key- because there <laughs> ain't get no other gone. way to get them in <laughs> Farner, Tennessee. Come and get them.
0: Laura sent the next one in, and it's very simple. It's a simple ad. It says horse blanket for $1, and there's a picture of a piece of wood. there's no horse blanket it's just a picture of a piece of wood looks like it has snow on it even but uh, i
2: feel like y'all might want to proofread before you hit submit
0: (laughs) at least put the right picture up there you go it's a piece of wood uh horse blanket i think uh you have the next one aaron sent the next one um
2: aaron sent the next one this is from everything horse vermont facebook page iso broodmares from 12 hands to 15.2 hands doesn't need to be broke, can have injury as long as pasture sound, must be correct and quiet, flat-kneed movement only, PM with details.
0: I'm not uh, a horse trainer. What does flat-kneed movement, does it mean they don't have high action like a hackling? Yeah,
2: like they move more like a hunter, like yeah, kind of gotcha. like straight-legged, like, boop, 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 boop. they don't pick their knees up high like a Friesian. Gotcha. Um, good luck. With all well, of that. Well, she, she's
0: going to get a lot of people responding, I have an injured horse. Do you want it? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. But you can't see it trot because they don't know if it's flat-kneed because it's lame.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Kind of an odd ad. We haven't yeah. seen one where they're actually looking for the injured horse. Good luck. Makes you wonder. Um, Abby sent this one in. This is from right up the street here in Mayaca City, Florida. Mayaca, Mayaca City. Horse equipment. I have a running martingale and an English beast collar, and Wester Rains. Oh, so, if you need a beast and you need them collared, you go to Mayaca <laughs> City, Florida.
4: Mayaca
2: City <laughs> is the one.
0: That's where you can find a beast.
2: Now, to round out really bad ads, we of course have to finish with Lorreen Barden.
3: Come on, Lorreen. Hi. Good there morning. It's Lorreen Barden. And I'm going to read a really bad ad. And this is a Craigslist ad. And the ad is from Hammondsville, Ohio. And it's a picture. Well, there's four pictures. And all the pictures only show the horse's butt. And it's cute because all horse's butts are cute. But (laughs) I don't know what this horse's face looks like. There is one picture where the horse is at an angle. But the face is cut out of the picture. So... The ad um, has very strange punctuation, and then there's times when it's all lowercase, and then there's times where it's all caps. So I'm going to try my best to read this ad. Good luck. Very sweet, mare space, dot, dot, about 14 HDS. Once she isn't crazy, she just... She hasn't been rode much in the last two or three years. I'm not selling her for kids just because she needs rode. She isn't bad, but needs desensitized. Dot, dot. She don't buck or rear space. Dot, dot, dot. I'm not giving her away. (laughs) Dot, 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 dot. Or donating her space. Dot, dot. She is a nice horse, just needs a little time to put into her, dot, dot, dot. She is broke to ride. No, I don't have videos and probably won't get videos, dot, dot. She's being sold as a project, dot, dot, dot. 1400 dot, 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 dot. Cash on pickup located in Hammondsville, Ohio in no hurry to sell, dot, dot, dot. I will not answer bogus emails or enter codes into my phone. Thanks. (laughs) Well, that's the ad. Not sure what exactly this horse would be good for because they don't tell you. Just tell you some bad things about her. But anyway, that's the ad. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. So
0: apparently, you don't get videos or pictures of the front. Don't ask for pictures no. of the front.
3: <laughs>
2: just, just the, uh, just the butt.
0: Just come, give me <laughs> fourteen hundred dollars and take this thing. Like, God, Again, God. I want to know if they got any calls. <laughs> I just want to know. Uh, anyway, thank you for everybody for sending the ads in. You're all entered in the drawing for this month's prizes. Thanks to com. Head on over to horselovers.com for over 120,000 items in the horse world. Whoever thought there were that many. But you can find them over there.
2: Who could do a podcast for more than... Two weeks about horses. So
0: anyway, anyway, we're gonna have a short uh, post show uh, for all of the auditors here in a couple of minutes after we say goodbye. I've already
2: randomly told you some random stories about chicken auctions and mascots. I don't know what you're
0: going to talk about. All right. We'll find out. So thanks, everybody. We appreciate you joining us. We'll be back on Monday with a brand new episode of Horses in the Morning, horsesinthemorning.com. And you can find all the shows on the Horse Radio Network at Network.com. I want to thank a couple people on this Friday. One is Flintstone Media. Our friend Jemmy over there at Flintstone Media does all our post-production. So thank you to her gang. George uh, is the one that usually takes care of getting this show out right after Jamie and I are done blabbing away and uh, Jennifer for helping uh, produce Uh, she also pays the bills and also helps us get guests so thank you to them thank you also to my terrific co-host for being here every day oh my gosh my
2: pleasure I'm happy to be here Spend your geld everybody
0: So we went out to yesterday. I don't think I talked about, I mentioned how the horse, how Nigel and Scooter were doing and i keep getting requests for nigel and scooter stories. so we went out yesterday and we uh i went along yesterday morning and uh we took them for a walk in the woods cuz i said it, it it backs up to trails in the woods and nigel was a perfect angel and scooter was bouncing everywhere. i and Aww. i didn't i didn't drive him but uh we took for we went out for a walk. uh and more of the people there uh, have said uh that they they really want to they They said the same thing you did the other day. They said, uh, can we go out and actually walk behind the cart sometime? And I said, well, that's a good plan. That's the way to do it, uh, to get them used to the cart. But uh Nice. He is not. Uh, he needs some. Gra- I'm going to ground drive him around the na- around the farm first, and do some ground driving with him. And I'm probably going to take him off site for the first time. I he hasn't been driven in a while because of my stupid arm and illnesses. So I think I'm going to take him someplace safe, like the Florida Horse Park so on a day when there's not much going on and uh he has a thousand acres so, you know if he decides to be stupid and bolt uh he can just go forever <laughs> but uh you know here's a, here's he what
2: i've learned i have a step a garmin watch that the fall detection but it also tracks steps do you do anything like that do you no, know i have steps? Not, no okay so here's usually
0: the... the steps are from the kitchen to the
2: <laughs> yeah. You don't want to disappoint yourself at the end of the day. Here's the, we're in the post show, right? Yeah. We're in the post show. This is bullshit. Let me tell you what now, Okay. when you long line a horse, yeah, I've been line driving like Stanley through the woods and doing all sorts of different long lining. I, I long lined one of the thoroughbreds all over cross country jumps yesterday onto the pasture, walking everywhere. You get no credit for your steps when you're long lining because your arm doesn't. Really swing, it doesn't move.
0: Oh, I never thought about that. If you're wearing the watch, that's right. It's
2: complete bullshit. At the end of the, because in my family, we all have step counters, and like who wins? Like at the end of the day, Lucas is like, I walked twelve thousand nine hundred steps. <laughs> Chad's like, I did seventeen thousand. I'm like, I did not. I did seven. 000. Well, he's doing
0: airports, so I mean, there's that.
2: He doesn't walk when he's at the airport. He'd. This is when he's at the farm. He'll get like three thousand steps at airports. <laughs>
0: Does he get shuttled to his plane?
2: No, but oh. it, it, you're just walking from gate to gate, and then he sits down for
0: three hours. That's true. Yeah, he doesn't get to walk on the plane because they don't let him out.
2: <sighs> he just said, "I don't get any credit for flying the plane." <laughs> Step credit because you don't move, you're stuck his, in there like his veal. fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so yeah, yeah we, I I we'll never get,
2: thought about that. Yes, it's complete bullshit. I'm like, I just walked 47 miles. I need to get that app in my pocket, the horse riding app, you know, the tractor. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'll do. Because this is crap.
0: You know, it sucks too because I've had these injuries during the winter When is our time to actually do stuff. And now, when you know, my probably a couple of weeks for my arm yet, which is still painful. Uh, so it's probably a couple of weeks for that yet, and then it'll get getting get hot and buggy. So it's like I can't. Yeah, wait. you're. We oh, found screwed. ticks on
2: us last night, though. So yeah, ticks are out we sprayed here.
0: good. We sprayed good because, uh, uh, you know, me and ticks I don't, know, I don't really need uh. ticks. You know, I don't want that. So otherwise, we're about thirty percent unpacked in the house. I would say boxes about thirty percent, but it's starting to look like a home now. Good. So that's good. I may actually found the kitchen stuff, so I could cook something. Uh, so that was good. Uh, but you know, I I could not move again for a while. <laughs> Just reminds you what it's like when you move. I hopefully get the studio set up before I do video here. So hopefully get that done soon. Gotcha. Other than that, what's your plans for the weekend? Chicken auction, baby. <clears throat> <laughs> do you plan on buying any or you have a thousand chickens now?
2: I don't understand what I'm gonna see. So are these like show have...
1: chickens? Expensive show chickens? <laughs>
0: I don't know. Are these going to be like somebody's
2: backyard? They're like, I you know, I got too many reds. Uh, so Does I, I don't know what Is your local
1: farm
0: place like here, um, the one place has, what do they call it, farm days where everybody brings their chickens and their goats and stuff and they all no, set up to sell? No, cool
2: idea, though. That's they do. It's,
0: it's like at uh, one of the tack places, they have farm days, they call them, farm Saturdays, and you bring eggs or you bring produce or you bring goats or chickens or pigs and you just buy them there.
2: No, that's that kind of the livestock That sounds auctions.
0: like an Oklahoma thing to do.
2: <laughs> there, I did go to the Purcell Livestock Auction, and and I left about eight minutes after I got there. Mm,
0: <laughs> so, they're having to, But you don't want to see the cows go through, the baby cows? Uh, I was like,
2: uh, this is it. It was like, there was, you know, they're selling all that crap first. It was like yeah. packs of gum and like Costco toilet paper. I'm yeah. like, wh- why is this at a livestock auction? And who buys this? Like, who's going to buy a? four cases of gum have been sitting on the floor of this livestock auction where the animals come through. You know what I mean? Like this can't be safe. Uh, so that happened. So I'm doing that. Um, Mega Honor is getting pre-purchased on Monday. So that's exciting. One of the horses that's here for adoption and okay. really oh, nice I, horse.
0: So. I didn't get to ask you, do you plan on keeping the siblings or, or are you going to, uh, or is one of them destined for resales?
2: Um. Well, I, you know, this is what I say. Or
0: can I ask her with Chad in the background?
2: Oh, he's here. It's fine. It's the whole, the whole thing about any of these horses that I get is just like Barrett was at farm boy was asking me, he's like, what are you going to do with them? And I'm like, educate them. I'm here to educate them. If I can provide them an education, they're going to have a better life. If they stick around, they stick around. If they don't, you know, and (laughs) I've educated them and I find them a, a place to go, then that's what it is. You know, I've got a foal coming again, you know, and I'm like.
0: And yeah, when is that? Seems like that horse has been pregnant forever. <laughs> oh my
2: God, she's so pregnant and she's not due till May 31st. Really? Yes.
0: It seems like two years, actually, <laughs> since you got well, that she horse pregnant. Well, she didn't take the
2: first time because there was a. It still show seems us like
0: it. two years. It seems been like a long a time. <laughs>
2: yeah. How do you think she feels, Glenn? <laughs> I it's still like like think Scooter looks fatter
0: than her, though. Uh. When
2: when I was pregnant, people walk up like, man, this is going by fast. And I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) Who Who is this going by fast?
0: Now, this is her last one, right? You know
2: what, Glenn? Apparently, if you just keep getting them in full, they do better than once every two years or whatever. She's 21 years old.
0: Yeah, she's getting up there.
2: And she's going to live forever. Okay, like (laughs) she's healthy. She's sound all this. I was like, you know, everybody here has a job. So, you know, it. If I breed her again, I breed her again. If I don't, I don't. Everything is I'll see what happens. Hmm.
0: By Um. the way, I learned that the Oldenburg uh, is uh, German. Okay. It's uh, from the northwestern corner of Lower Saxony. And, of course, I had to look that up. uh, Which is formerly the Grand Duchy of Oldenburg. And I had to look that up because I didn't know any of that. And apparently it's some part of Germany. So When did
2: you do all this? Were you well, not paying attention during the show at all? <laughs> I was
0: looking at this. As soon as you brought it up, I forgot to then mention it. But I had brought it up on, on uh, Wikipedia and I was like, I don't know where any of these things is. So and then I had to go down the rabbit hole to figure out it was German because I didn't want to well, get in trouble again. Well, there's
2: also Oldenburg N.A., Oldenburg North America, which is where my horses are registered so there's a couple different types of registries.
0: So it says German warm bloods include Hanoverian, Holsteiner, Westphalian, Tricaner. Uh, in addition, uh, and then that's separate from Dutch warm bloods and Cell francais
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think so, francais are French.
0: And if any of that is Weird. wrong, then talk to Wikipedia because I, uh, that's where I'm
2: You gonna... can't get information off Wikipedia. <laughs>
0: that's where I get all of my information. What are you talking about? that's where you start and then they have all the little links that lead you places and that's where you start so
2: there's still links to wikipedia
0: yes and if you look anything up wikipedia is always first so
2: i'm gonna go right on glenn the geek wikipedia page
0: uh yeah apparently they'll take it down because i'm um, apparently some podcasters who have been pretty popular have had wikipedia pages and they've taken them down because they're not popular enough so apparently oh, you you can't. I, why doesn't Horse Radio Network have a page? We mm-hmm. should. Do we Me have a too. page?
2: <laughs> I'm looking up Jamie Massey because I used to be on Wikipedia oh, yeah. for different radio oh, stations, yeah. but I don't work at any of those anymore. So probably not there.
0: It's never like never yourself. Google yourself.
2: Oh my god! I know. What am I thinking?
0: I never did that. I just can't do it. (laughs) It's it's too hard.
2: No. You especially are not
0: allowed to Google yourself. No, we're not on Wikipedia.
2: No, I'm not.
0: Mm. Horse Racing Radio Network's on Wikipedia. What the hell? somebody got to submit us that knows anything about that.
2: I don't know anything about that. Don't make me Google myself either.
0: No, I didn't. I didn't tell you to do that. I know better. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want the trauma for the next three weeks. All right, everybody. We're just talking about
4: nothing. We got to go. Have a good weekend.
3: (laughs) Bye.